Hello everyone and welcome to this month's social media forum. So this is an opportunity for you to ask any questions, share your ideas, share your, share your comments and share your answers about social media. Uh, there are some people here who are here for the first time and there's some regulars. So let me just quickly go through a, a couple of things to, to help you get the most out of this experience. So I'm recording this but the, broadly the rules of engagement are this. So it's very much, it's different from the sort of webinars that I normally run where I'm the presenter and most people are in the audience and you get the chance to interact but not very much but today it's very different so this is an opportunity for you to ask your questions and for other people to contribute their answers so very much like people to, to add, their, add their two cents worth. Uh, social media is an area where there's, it's still pretty new and I certainly don't consider myself an expert at all and there are other people here who have got much more expertise in certain areas than I do and you might be one of them so please feel free to add your contributions as well. Just be careful of what you say because I am recording this and so what what is being said will be will be kept for later, so not just for the people on the webinar at the moment, but it'll be recorded later. And I will be making the recording available and for you to share with other people as well. And just remember we're all equals in this, so don't feel that just because you're getting started with something that you've got nothing to contribute. Uh, everyone has something useful to contribute. And in fact, the fact that you haven't had a lot of experience might mean that you've come across something new which uh, other people may not have come across before because the social media landscape is changing very very quickly. So I'm going to make the recording of this available as I've been doing for the last three months under a Creative Commons license which means that you're welcome to take it, copy it and uh, when I make the mp3 file available on my blog later today or tomorrow, uh, just download the mp3 file and do what you like with it. So as long as you attribute it to me, uh, don't use it for commercial purposes and don't use it in part of other products or don't extract bits of it and make your own products out of it. But please, there's a, there's a lot of value that comes out of these conversations and I'd love you to share it with as many people as possible. So later on, and probably early by, by this time tomorrow, I will have the recording of this available on my blog, which is gihanperera.info. So if you go to the blog, and you'll be able to download the record, uh, listen to, and also download the recording. Okay, so let me just give you the big picture of where I think social media fits, just so we've got some context around our conversation. Five or six years ago, the only place where people could find you on the internet was on your website. But of course, that's now changed. And now, people will quite often stumble across you before they ever come to your website. So, there are things that you need to, so you need to have an online presence in places other than just your website. And the five that I've got here are an email newsletter, a blog, a podcast, which is an audio newsletter, video channel, so, which is typically YouTube, and an ebook or a special report. So those are the places generally where you're creating content and putting it out into the world. Then around that are the things that people typically think of as social media. So we're talking about things like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and then special communities. So for me, totally the central is an area where I hang out, because where my peers hang out, and where a lot of my market hangs out as well. So those are the areas that people typically think of as social media. However, today, I want to open up the conversation. So if you've got questions about things that are outside those typical areas, then feel free to contribute as well. So people quite often ask and uh, contribute ideas around Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. But it's okay if you want to talk about your podcast, your blog, your YouTube channel, email marketing, whatever it is that you'd like to talk about, I'd like to just open up the scope of the conversation to include that as well. Okay, so 
Uh, I, do, I do have a question myself, but I'm going to hold back a bit. So the way this works is that if you have a question, please uh, raise your hand in your control panel so you'll see a little yellow hand symbol. And if you've got a question, raise your hand. I'll turn your microphone on and then you can ask your question out loud. And then other people who want to contribute, if you just then raise your hand as well and then I'll turn your microphone on and then and you can say something. So I'm ready now for the first question. We've got a, we've got up until um, the we've got up to an hour, uh, and we'll just use as much time as we need. So if you have got a question or you'd like to contribute something, please just raise your hand and then ask your question. Okay, and uh, the other way to ask your question, which is the way that Sandy has just done, is to type your question in the question box. If you don't have a microphone or you don't want to speak out loud, you can ask your question in the question box. So Sandy, I'm going to read out your question out loud and other people who want to uh, contribute an answer can do that. So Sandy's question is, how important is it to have a Facebook fan page that is totally branded in line with your company? Uh, in other words, do you pay someone to do this or do it yourself? So I think Sandy's question is not so much how, is impo how important is it to have a Facebook fan page, but specifically how important is it for the branding to match the branding of your company. And I know that Sam might have some comments on that, um, may not, um, but if, you, if anyone does have any comments or questions uh, or would like, Sam to, uh, would like Sandy to clarify that, please ask. But I can see, Sam, you have got your hand raised, so I'm going to turn your mic on and we'll Take it from there. Thanks, Gihan. Yeah, look, good, good question, Sandy. Um, my my opinion on that, and I'd be interested to hear what others would think. That it's with with the Facebook fan page, it's just like any other um, means of of advertising or kind of promotion or or, or branding um, for your business. So, I, I would, you know, something along sort of the same lines. Um, that said, it is very, very easy. To, um, to to do it yourself without without paying someone, um, providing you know you have your own your own logo and, and that kind of thing. Using um, Facebook applications such as um, Shortstack, which actually um, you can just create your own custom uh, custom pages, custom landing um, pages, and welcome pages from that without having to know any uh, HTML code or or anything like that. So it is very very easy, um, and those. Um, those tools such as Shortstack um, are completely free um, and they're tools that, that I definitely recommend to those who I work with. But I think it's important to, to do have, have it branded the same as your website and every other bit of marketing material, um, but you definitely don't have to go out there and spend, spend a lot of money to have someone else um, have someone else do it for you. Okay, thanks Sam. And, uh so Sandy has asked a question which I think you've already answered. So Sandy's question is, what's the average cost that I'd pay? And I think you've answered that with, with saying using something like Shortstack, you can get it for nothing. Yes, yeah, no, that's exactly right. And um, if I can use your Facebook page as a bit of a, um, a, bit of a demonstration, Gihan. Um, Gihan's recently launched his own Facebook page, I think in the last probably two weeks or so. Yep. Um, and he's used... Um, Gihan's use Shortstack, um, which is just the free, the free version. Um, if you go to Shorts, the website is shortstacklab.com, um, and you can download it from there. Um, and it explains it in really simple terms how to install onto your page, 
um, what applications you want to use. Um, yeah, it's really simple, really straightforward. Um, and I've, as soon as I've directed people to that um, to that application, yeah, they've been able to do it themselves. It's um, it's not hard, and the best thing is um, it's free. Yeah, and I'll look, look, I'll just endorse that because Sam did a webinar a couple of months ago for, um, the, for the eGurus members, the, so my membership site. And when I set up this, uh, it took me a while. I, it strugg I struggled to make the decision to create this because I thought, here's some new technology to learn. And, you know, this is me, and the one is telling people to to use lots of technology. And still, I held back from a, for it from it for a while. And then when I, I just basically followed your webinar notes, Sam, I just went through everything that you said in the webinar, just followed it step by step. And as you said, when I got to the short stack lab, it was really easy to set up. And it's just, yeah, you just connect it to your Facebook site. And you say, okay, I want, I want um, to show a list of products on this page. And you just um, drag something across, which is a product list, add your products, put a photo in there, and it just publishes it straight to Facebook. Um, and so I, I did find that I could create my Facebook, my business page, the fa Facebook fan page, within a couple of hours. So it certainly endorsed what Sam said with using ShortStack and also the, the webinar series that he ran a couple of a few months ago. Uh, I, so I think, Sandy, the question that you asked about the cost is nothing, uh, because I think you asked a question before Sam had answered it. Okay, and Russ has made a comment here as well. And Russ, you're welcome to, if you want to add to this comment after I read it out, raise your hand and I'll turn your mic on. So Russ says you can also create Facebook web pages. They're very good. Um, Sam, do you know what, what Russ is referring to? Is it the same as the, the Facebook business page or is it something different that you know of? I presume what that is, um, Gihan, is is the ability to, <coughs> excuse me, um, to create a custom, just a custom page. So as I've talked about in the webinar, but also um, on other um, social media forums in the, over the past couple of months, is that anything you want to do um, on a website, you're actually able to do um, on Facebook, providing it's obviously within the within the Facebook rules in terms of content ownership and um, and that kind of thing. So I, I believe that's that's what it would. What it would be that you can have, you know, as you've had, you know, a um, a welcome page, but also a particular another page on your on your Facebook um, on your Facebook site um, that can do really whatever you want. Whether you want to showcase uh, some products, some services, uh, maybe provide a tes testimonial list um, or the like. So, any as I said before, anything you can do um, on a website, you can also do. With Facebook, um, so on Facebook, I should say, yeah. um, through these custom pages. Okay, and Russ, I can see you've got your hand raised. So I'll turn your mic on now. Hello, Russ. Yes, hello. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Okay, go ahead. Do you just want to clarify what you meant there? Uh, yes, um, uh, I was saying that it's possible to create your own web site on Facebook, or at least I've seen that you're able to do this. Um, which allows you to have a number of tabs along the top, just like you might in a website, and click on those tabs to go to various content, which can include pictures, video, audio, um, whatever you want, basically, as, as it appears uh, almost on your website, which means that people who may uh, stumble upon you uh, under uh, Facebook or via Twitter uh, can go to your Facebook page and not necessarily go to your standing website page uh, 
uh, uh, the traditional sort of website page. They can get all the information without leaving Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And exactly that's exactly what Sam and I were talking about. We didn't, probably didn't give you the context around that. So you can, if you see on my screen at the moment, this is what Sam was referring to, my Facebook, my Facebook business page, which is this, and has a number of tabs down the side. So if you only listen to the recording, there's, I've got a page of free webinars, a place where you can buy the book, read my blog, have my videos and my podcast. Uh, and that just has things like it has video, audio, photographs, and links to the where people can register for the webinars. And it's like, as you say, Russ, it's like setting up a complete website, but you're doing it on Facebook. And, uh, and I think that's exactly what Sandy was asking about. When you create one of these pages, does the branding have to match your website branding? And I guess that Facebook doesn't give you a lot of control of branding because it's always it look like it's branded under Facebook, but you have got some control, especially with with Shortstack, where you can you can create your own templates if you want to. But personally, I haven't bothered, and this is just me talking about what I do. So when people arrive at the site for the first time before they like the uh, before they've liked the page, they will get a welcome message, and uh, it'll just be basically a graphic that says "click the like button" uh, if you want to get access to the other information. And I list the webinars, but I don't allow them to register, find out where to register until they like the page. Um, and actually, one thing I found interesting, and Sam and Russ, you might have a comment on this. Just a just a little bit of the terminology confusion is that what we'd call. Um, so Facebook calls it one page with with little with multiple tabs across it. We'd probably call it a, a site with multiple pages. And uh, once I realised that that's what they meant, so when they they talk about so on this on my Facebook page when it says edit page, they're not actually talking about the tab I'm on. They're talking about edits. It's like edit things that affect your whole website. So I found that quite useful to make that distinction. And it took me a while to get to wrap my head around that. Yes, the, the, the terminology uh, is different, and I am now looking at your Facebook page. I wasn't looking at it a little earlier. Um, but yes, that, that's exactly the sort of thing that I was talking about. You can, in fact, in some applications, put your tabs across the top as opposed to down the left. And where you have the tabs at the moment, you can actually place a, a banner ad for your company or for whoever it is that you might be developing it for. Yeah, yep, great. So Sandy, I just want to quickly check in with you. I'm assuming you don't have a mic, but I just want to make sure that we are answering the right sort of questions. So uh, let's see, I've got a hand raised. It might be Sandy's. It is. So let me bring you into the conversation, Sandy. Yes, I do have a mic. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I, I was practicing my typing there. Yeah, this is just great. I'm obviously going to spend some time around your Facebook fan page there, business page, because it looks fantastic. If I can do that with short stack lab, uh, that'll be wonderful. Mind you, I heard you say it took you about two hours, and I'm thinking it might be two days for someone like me. Well, I, I don't think it has to be, Sandy, and um, I, I will be running for eGurus, so this is a little bit of a plug for eGurus members. Uh, as I said, Sam, Sam, Sam Maxwell, who's on the call here, he ran an excellent two webinar series about how to get started with Facebook pages and I want to add the third part to that series which is actually using Shortstack Lab and just demonstrate how I built mine. Um, it really wasn't that hard and I think that it, you know, you play around a little bit but also for me there were things that I decided to put things like connect my blog, put some YouTube videos on there, put some podcast episodes on there. And you may not need to do any of that. So you may just have a couple of pages as a place, just as a, as a starting point for you with Facebook. 
Would you would you agree with yeah. that, Sam or Russ? Like, it doesn't take a huge amount of effort to get to get started. Uh, from yeah, from look, if I can just quickly jump in. Sorry, go go ahead, Russ, and then you Sam. go, Russ. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, uh, I mean, uh, it appears to me to be moderately easy. I am a bit like uh, you, Guy, and I've not bothered yet to uh, to make my own um, Facebook web page, but I've been looking at it, and it appears to me to be pretty simple, uh, as opposed maybe to uh, erecting a, um, a full-on website where uh, uh, a lot of design technology and uh, design understanding has to come into it. Um, essentially, what you can do, it appears to me, in... Um, uh, web page uh, on um, this system is that you know the best you can do mostly is put in a, in a few banners and and of course obviously video and audio if you've got them uh, but uh, the the actual structure of the page is pretty much uh, there you just have to populate it yeah and in fact it's a bit of a in, in some ways it's nice that Facebook doesn't give you control over over every little design aspect because it means that you just go okay well I don't care about it. I can't do it so I'm not going to obsess about that I'm just going to uh, make whatever I can look quite attractive Sam you were going to say something yeah look I was just going to say that that Gihan's probably gone to the to the full extent of, of utilizing short stack lab and using <coughs> All the features, or many of the features that are available, um, with with that type of application. So that's probably has taken um, uh, that a little bit extra time. Um, I just, in reference, I guess, to, to the webinar that I did earlier in the year, that you can actually create a Facebook page, um, customize it with your own logo and everything, in 15 minutes. Um, it's not long um, at all. It is really straightforward, um, as I said earlier. And Gihan has gone, you know, as I said, he's taken the two hours, uh, but he has inserted, as you look on his page, you know, the free products being the webinars, um, his book, um, his blog, videos, um, his podcast, and that kind of thing. So he's really sort of taken it to the, the full extent of how you can use um, a Facebook page. But to just to get started, um, if you just want a page up and running, it doesn't take too long at all um, just to get your page up, get the name um, and put your logo um, or a message or some information about your company or, or yourself. Um, that's really straightforward um, to do uh, at first instance. Yeah, and I can see some other questions coming in, but just before that, I just want to just quickly endorse what Sam said again, because you're absolutely right, Sam, and I'm just thinking of what he just said, that... In, for the people who didn't attend Sam's webinars, in the second of those webinars, which was an hour long, he actually took one of the webinar attendees and created a Facebook page for him, for Elias Canaris. And even with demonstrating everything and, and teaching and having time for question and answers, even that was done. Like he had, a, he had a Facebook page in an hour. So, yep, so Sam, you're absolutely right that it's literally uh, 15 minutes. It's not, it's not an exaggeration. It, it can be done in that time. Uh, Sandy, I've just turned your mic off because there's a little bit of an echo, but I'll turn it on again if you want to ask an additional question. That's, that's the only reason I've, I've taken you uh, taken you off out of the conversation. Uh, there, are, there have been a couple of other questions coming in, so I'll read them out. Okay, so Sandy does say, uh, Sandy asks a question which the answer is yes to. So uh, Sandy says, will Shortstack Lab allow me to do what you've done with the like button? In other words, they get access to more stuff after they've liked the page. Yes, absolutely. In fact, this is one of the things I really like about it with Shortstack Labs. Every, 
every tab that I create and even little bits within the page, I can choose whether they're, they're visible to fans or to non-fans or to everybody. So if you, once you like the page, some of the things, uh, some of these banners that say click the like button, they will disappear so you'll never see that again. Um, and equally, if you haven't yet liked the page, you won't see the links that allow you to, to register for the webinars. You'll just see the webinars advertised. And again, and with Shortstack, it's just a case of setting the, I think for every little widget that you add to every tab, you can just set the visibility to fans and non-fans or, or to everybody. So that was really powerful and I, I was just amazed that that's available in a, in a free piece of software and I didn't even have to upgrade to the, to the paid version. So there, I, there is a paid version, there is a, a premium version, and I think, Sam, you can probably explain how it works. My understanding was that the basic features are free, and also once you get up to a certain number of people liking you, it's, uh, then you have to upgrade to the paid version. But even then, it's only $30 a month. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. So it all depends on um, how many fans you have, uh, I can't remember, I've ha they actually have changed it um, the last month or so, they've upped it. 2000 to, was um, what I saw. Okay, oh that's, yeah, it's, I think it used to be 1000 um, yeah. about six months or so, six months or so ago, so um, yeah, if you have up to 2000 then it's free, um, then obviously more um, than that, you, there's, there's a paid version. The If you can consider this um, a small disadvantage, the, the free version is um, down the very bottom um, of the page. It will say, I think it says powered by Shortstack Lab. Maybe Gihan, if you're able to maybe share, yeah, there we are, perfect. So if you see on the bottom of Gihan's screen at the moment, it will say built with Shortstack. Um, but as you can see, it's right down the very bottom of the page um, and it, it's not obtrusive by any means. Um, it's, it's not strong branding. So if you have um, you know, up to 2,000 um, fans on the page by definitely um, the, the free way is the free version is the way to go. Yeah, and that's right. So for most of us, it's going to take quite a while for us to get to that level. Mm. Uh, so Sharon asks a question, which anyone can jump in to answer. What are the specific features you'd recommend to use from Shortstack? Are there? Just, I'm just curious as to whether anyone has any recommended features. Yeah, look, Gihan, I'd say the first one and this would go for any Facebook page, um, is, is a welcome page. Um, the reason because when someone first comes to your page, you, want them to, you don't want them to see your, your Facebook wall. Um, so you don't want them to see you know, your, your latest posts or that kind of thing. Um, you, you may do, but at the same time, you want them to, it's just like the home page um, of your website. You want to direct people, you know, why should they like or why should they become fans um, of your page, so that's that's the first one, um, and exactly as you've got up there, um, Gihan, the uh, your welcome page. And look, if you've got if you've got a blog, um, you can put um, you can put a blog feed in as well, um, exactly as Gihan's done. If you use Twitter, you can put a Twitter feed um, or Twitter tab, I should say. Um, if you've got products that you that you want to potentially sell or advertise. Um, but the number one thing is you must have a welcome page. That's that's so important um, to, to customise the page and you know tell people who are who are coming to the page you know what what value you're going to uh, to be able to give them. Um, so that's that's number one. And if you do have a if you do have a blog, um, by all means put that um, put the the feed up there um, on a different tab as well. They're the they're the two that I don't think. Um, any Facebook uh, tab can, can go without 
any Facebook page, I should say, should go without. Yep. Okay. Does anyone else want to add to that? So other other features that you think should be on a Facebook page? Uh, I also, Sam, one of the things you mentioned in that webinar was that you say you probably only spend about 10 minutes on Facebook and, you, and yet you look prolific at uh, 10 minutes a day on Facebook. And I, I find the same thing, that just writing to my Facebook wall, uh, I automatically have blog posts appearing on the wall. So that helps because every time I blog it uh, automatically appears on the wall. But during the day I might find an article that might be useful and in, in the past I used to just bookmark it and then do something with it later. But now it's just as easy for me to log in and put stuff on my, just, just send it out to my Facebook fans on my Facebook wall. And I found that, and even though I used to do that with Twitter as well, I find that Facebook feels a bit more like it's it's property that I own, like my Facebook page, so I'm, I feel more inclined to put stuff on there than I do with even Twitter. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're right, and also um, I'm not sure if you notice um, on the on your page that you have up on the screen at the moment, um, your your six ways um, to screw up your social media strategy. The post that you've posted uh, says 26 minutes ago. Um, then it says via via Hootsuite. I'm not sure if that was um, if that was automated um, yes, it was. or not, it was brilliant. Because uh, um, that was, I was going to say, if it wasn't, um, as you know, it can be. So, if you use um, posting tools, you know, such as um, TweetDeck or or um, or Hootsuite um, or other uh, similar similar tools, you can post to Facebook and Twitter um, at the same time. And if you want to really sort of cut down, you could potentially look at doing, you know, 10, 15 minutes. At on a Monday morning, um, and do all your Facebook updates for the for the rest of the week, um, and schedule them. Then there are a couple of disadvantages um, with that in that posting outside of Facebook, you know, by these third-party applications, does give the potential to have the the post what's called a lower edge rank. So an edge rank is just like is the algorithm that Facebook use, um, just like your Google ranking. And the highest number of points you get for a post actually comes from posting directly to Facebook. So that's actually via the website at facebook.com. Um, that said, you know, if you really push for time and you only have you know, 15 minutes a week um, to, to post to Facebook, but you know that, that Facebook is an important part of your business, an important part of your branding um, and marketing and that kind of thing, there's no reason um, why you can't automate the process at the start of the week or at some stage and just put everything out um, at once as Gihan um, has has done there with, um, with with that latest post and that way you don't need to visit um, Facebook for for potentially a couple of days um, if that's the way you wanted to, to work it. Yep, great, thanks Sam. Uh, okay, so I can see a couple of other questions coming in. Uh, I'm going to stick to the Facebook topic for the moment because we're on that. And Anna, I know you've asked a question that's not related to Facebook, so we will get to yours. But let's while we're while we're talking about Facebook pages, let's stick to that. So Sharon asked a question. Uh, Sharon actually asked a question of me, but I might ask for other people's opinions as well. So as Sharon says to me, I noticed you sent out a message redirecting people to your new business page. So this is, yes, a, a week or two ago. I only had one, my normal Facebook personal profile. And Sharon says, how do you do this? And what would you recommend the best 
sorry, let me see. What, you, what would you recommend goes in the message to get the best transfer over? My Facebook page has both biz, personal and business, and I've set up a business page, want to transfer over my professional contacts, but I want to get a good response. So suppose my real question is, how do I maximize the transfer of people across from a personal page to a business page? So Sharon, exactly the position that I was in, so I had a personal profile where I had a whole bunch of people and I had grouped them into my personal family and friends as well as business and so last week after I created this new business page, I sent, uh, yeah, I sent a direct message to all those people who weren't family and friends to say, look, I'm going to close down my personal profile, which is not, not literally close it down, but close it except to family and friends and please go and join my business page. And as you can see here, there's about 140 people at the moment who joined and I probably sent it to about 400 people and maybe that initial round got about 120 and then over the last few days I've had a, a trickle of other people joining. So all I did was I sent a direct message saying pretty much that. I said, I've got a new business page. Uh, I'm going to close down the personal profile. If you want to stay in touch with me, please join, um, please go and like my business page. Uh, Sam, Russ, you've still got your microphone open, or anybody else, if you'd like to raise your hand and comment on strategies that you'd like to use uh, or that you that you suggest for doing this sort of transfer. It sounds like Sharon's in exactly the same situation as I am. Yeah, Gihan, Sam here again. I think that is definitely the best the best way to go around it. Um, is 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 make it is make it personal by sending an, a Facebook message. So that's an inbox um, message, exactly as you did, um, which which, as you know, I um, I received. Um, and another thing is another option as well is just um, is post it on your on your current wall, um, on your on your personal profile, and say, look, you know, I'm I'm changing over to a to a business page. Um, here's the link, so they, you provide the link to them straight away, so they can click on that um, and go and go across. If you're going to do that, don't just do it once. Um, remember that people generally, you know might miss something that you that you put on Facebook. So do it a couple of times um, over, you know, maybe a week or two um, and, and you'll get a pretty good gauge um, by the number of people that, that you know, you know, uh, should be fans or that you want to be fans um, by looking at the number of likes that you have um, on the page and that might mean you have to maybe keep it keep your personal page open for a little bit longer than, than maybe you wanted to. Um, but you know, if it's going to mean that more people are going to come across to your business page, then that's the ultimate um, intention. But I think posting on the wall as well as a, um, a direct message exactly as, as you did, um, Gihan, is, is, is probably the best way to go um, within Facebook. But at the same time, there's nothing to stop you know, using other, um, other, other sort of methods as well to alert people that you're doing um, or making a Facebook business page, you know, via Twitter, possibly your blog, or even in your email newsletter, um, there's you know a couple options as well. So don't think you have to do it just within um, within Facebook. There are other options as well that you can you can look at. Yeah, good point, Sam. And uh, you know, with these webinars that I'm offering, just to follow on from what you said, I'm doing a free webinar every two weeks, and I've just done the first one last week, and I made the recording available. It's on YouTube. But generally, I've been telling people to go to the Facebook page to get the, to look at the recording from there because I want to get more people liking it. So rather than sending them straight to my YouTube video channel, which I could do, I'm saying instead, go to the Facebook page, like it, and then you'll be able to watch the recording. And I did that with my newsletter yesterday, and I'm, I got a couple of extra people as a result of that. On so, that, Gihan, um, if that's, that's an excellent Excellent point um, you've raised there. With the um, 
the, the videos um, on the Facebook tab, you can actually import your own YouTube channel um, exactly as, as, as you've done. Actually, if you wouldn't mind maybe just clicking on your videos tab, is this something I want to show, um, show people, if that's all right? Sure, but I actually haven't done that. I've just embedded individual okay, videos. Right. I haven't done the channel, okay. so just, just so you know. But, okay. but so, go ahead. So, so hypothetically, if Gihan had put... Um, no, I think this will still... Uh, anyway, um, you can actually send... Put, put your video up on YouTube um, and, and put the... and then the video then comes across onto your Facebook page. And instead of sending someone a link to directly to the... Um, to your video on YouTube, you can send them to the link on your Facebook page. So they'll still watch exactly the same video and it's still hosted on, on YouTube, but it's actually they're watching it through Facebook. So at the same time while they're watching that, you know, 30 second, two minute, three minute video, they're saying, oh look, I'm on this, I'm on this Facebook page that I, that I haven't been to before, I'll have a look what else is, um, what else is available and what else is around. Um, and then hopefully they're going to like you know, like your page. Look what other content um, you've you've got, and and it all goes from there. So suppose you, essentially what you're then doing is you're still sending people to watch your video, but you're not actually sending them to YouTube. You're now sending them to your Facebook page. It's just trying to streamline that process and make it just a little bit easier. Yeah, great, great, thanks. And I can see Craig Craig has raised his hand as well, and has also made a comment here. So Craig, let me just read out what you've said, and then I'll turn your microphone on so you can add to it. And this is coming back to Sharon's question, which we've just been talking about: How do you get people to switch over from the personal to the business page? So Craig says that Facebook also has an automated way to swap over, and he says there's some restrictions with it, but the automated method swaps a personal profile into a business page and swaps all friends to likes. So Great. Let me just turn your mic on, and you can comment about that. Hi. Thanks, Gian. It is. It's designed for people that really use a personal profile for business, because it's that, and it actually swaps. Yeah, as I said, it swaps all uh, friends into likes. But there, there's a number of restrictions with it, and it uh, it drops all uh, content from your personal profile, so all, all the things are on the wall and so forth are no longer there. And there's some other reasons against why you may do it, because it then you'd have, if, if all your friends that are relatives and so forth, you may not want them necessarily to like it, your business page. So, But it is a really good way if you want to swap all friends to, to likes and take advantage of it from from that way. Does that make sense? Right. So this is for people who have purely set up Facebook for business purposes before before the pages were around and they only had personal profiles. So for those people it might be worthwhile just to just to shift everybody over in bulk. Yeah, particularly if you've got your because it it's now illegal or, or not illegal but it's against the Facebook rules to use a a personal friends type of profile with a business name. It has to be an individual's name there. So that's why Facebook created this method of swapping the personal profile into a business profile. But it does work with if you just have your own personal name to, I, I believe, I haven't used it that way, but so you can swap 
yeah, it into a business page, and then I guess you can rename it from your own personal name to to your business name, perhaps, is another way of doing it. Yep, yep, great. Okay, so that is definitely an option available. Yeah, and you can find information by going to Facebook to yep. about it. Okay, great. Thanks very much, Craig. Appreciate it. Huh. Okay, thanks. Okay, another question that's come in, which is the, the last one about Facebook, as directly about Facebook, so I'll take that one now, is uh, another question from Sharon, and she asks about, she says she's asking about on the, she's basically asking a question which I can answer quickly. So she says, how do you quickly and easily create image banners that look professional? I notice all your web pages and your Facebook has great banners. Can you let us know how to create these easily? So. I, my secret tool, Sharon, is uh, I'm not a designer, so I just use PowerPoint. And I find that PowerPoint is fantastic for designing things like this. So the, my, the welcome banner on my Facebook page, you know, it says Internet Business Revolution, has my photo, has some text on it, has a nice graphic in the background. It's, I bought the graphic from uh, iStockphoto.com and then just created a PowerPoint slide where I put my photo on there, um, added some text and then saved it as a JPEG file, and that's what goes onto my, that's what I've uploaded to my to my Facebook page. And I've, I just use PowerPoint quite a lot for doing things like creating buttons and icons and graphics, because even though it isn't a professional graphic designer's tool, and um, my um, graphic designer, Natasha, would be horrified if she knew that I was telling you to do this. Um, she's a great designer, and she uses professional tools like InDesign and Photoshop, but for me, as an amateur, I found that PowerPoint, because I'm used to using it anyway for creating presentation slides, is fantastic for just creating graphics, um, just just positioning things. It's very easy for changing the size of text, changing the colors, and the new PowerPoint, so I've got PowerPoint 2007, um, has some very nice effects that you can do as well. So you just, if you want to have a rounded rectangle around a photograph, like I've got on my page, uh, you just click one button and it does that. Or if you want to have a shadow, you just click a button and it does that. So um, PowerPoint is my is my secret tool around that. In fact, lots of people ask me about this. So again, for eGurus members, I'm definitely going to be running a webinar about how to use how to use PowerPoint for creating graphics, professional-looking graphics. Okay, I want to switch off Facebook for a sec um, and go to Anna's question, which is not related to Facebook. So let me just leave my Facebook page. And so Anna, Anna, Anna I know you've got, uh, you're on the line as well, so if you want to ask more, um, please, uh, if you want to clarify your question, please raise your hand if you want me to turn on your mic after I read it out. So Anna says, is there a platform that you can manage and monitor the distribution of all your business messages via social media channels? Example, posting to Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. And is this automated approach to consistent present, presence considered lazy? So, and I'm not quite sure whether you're asking a question about is there a way to distribute your content, or are you asking a question about after you distribute it, is there a um, is there a way of monitoring it? So feel free to raise your hand, and I'll turn your mic on, and I'll do that right now. Hi, Anna. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, it was for both. I have um, some clients at the moment who have a LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter account. They're not using any of them 
consistently enough and they're pushed for time and they have asked me to think about a way of scheduling messages um, with their blogs, their e-newsletters and posts and things and I, I know about Hootsuite but that's just Facebook and Twitter, isn't it? Um, okay. I know there are people here who can answer this, so I'll wait till you get to the end of your question and then I'll open it up. Okay, so I'm just think, trying to think of a way that they can, um, as Sam said, maybe get on on a Monday morning, go to a particular platform, have a look at any activity that's been going on on the three, on the three LinkedIn, Facebook and, and Twitter, um, decide what posts they want to do for the week uh, and set them up and then pretty much so that they're not having to log in every day to each three platforms and monitor them. It's just too time consuming for them. Okay, so I've got some comments on this. I'm pretty sure Sam will have some comments on this. Is there anyone else who has some comments on this? If you, well, actually while Sam and I are speaking, if you want to raise your hand, feel free to. So, oh, and I see that somebody's added something in the questions box. But Sam, should I start with you? Sure, thanks, Gihan. Um, yeah, look, um, Hootsuite and also TweetDeck are probably the two most common um, uh, methods of, of posting in this regard. So they can post to, they either can post to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, MySpace, um, I'm trying to think what other, um, uh, same even post to, uh, you can post them directly to WordPress for some blogs and that kind of thing as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else off the top of my head. There's about eight or nine different sort of social media uh, forums that, that you can post to um, from, from both of those. And it really comes down to you know, what you prefer um, as, uh, as, as the easiest way. They both do exactly the same thing. Um, I used to use, um, I used to use TweetDeck because that was, a, that was an application. Um, Hootsuite is run over the um, over the internet through your web browser. I have switched in the, probably the last three or four months to Hootsuite. I just find you can probably customise it just a little bit more. Um, both are free. Um, you're allowed on Hootsuite up to five different accounts. So that means you might have a you might have say two Facebook profiles. You might have you know sort of two um, maybe two Twitter um, profiles and you know obviously the fifth. Um, but if you want more than five, then you have to pay for um, pay for an account. I guess the only downside of um, of that is, as we saw on Gihan's before, is it does say you know posted via um, via Hootsuite um, when when you post to to Twitter or Facebook and that kind of thing. I think the most important thing though is it's the message that you're trying to get across, not the um, you know, not how it's posted. If people like your content, if people like what you're saying, like what you're writing, they're going to read it anyway. Um, so I really don't think that that's a that that's a big downside. Um, with Facebook, there's a small downside, as I mentioned earlier, with the with the edge rank um, that that something posted via to Facebook via either of those two um, methods will have a lower edge rank than something that's post posted to directly to Facebook. But you weigh that up against um, you know that time, the time factor, when you've only got you know short amount of time um, during during a week. So, hope that answers your question. Um, that, that's what I do, and that, and that's what I find is is the easiest. Um, 
the one the one thing I would add to that is you mentioned monitoring. To monitor, you know, your, your social media activity by that, I mean, you know, look at what other people are writing and saying and that kind of thing. To do that once a week, that becomes, you know, really tough. That becomes time consuming because it's like looking at, you know, all your um, people, everyone you want to follow, um, and getting that done in in one week. It's like saying, look, you can only check your email sort of once a week. It would that definitely adds up. So it depends which way you're trying to use. You're trying to use social media. You're just trying to use it to, to push out content, um, or do you also want to use that to, you know, read a bit um, at the same time as well? The reading, like anything um, that you read or research, is going to is going to be a little bit time consuming. But in terms of the pushing out content, you can get that done quite effectively and quite efficiently um, if that's what you're after. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, so I'll just add one, well, two things to that. So I agree with what Sam says that uh, well, I. I Remember now what Sam said about the edge ranking being slightly low because of things like automated tools. And um, and you're right, Sam. And for me, I don't mind because I'm also doing some stuff manually. But the automated stuff means that I get like I schedule a, a tweet every day, which and a Facebook post every day. So at least the people who are going there live can see that. And also when I do stuff manually, that helps. That helps. That boosts the ranking as well. So the other thing, in addition to Hootsuite and TweetDeck uh, that I use, Anna, is I use Twitter feed. So twitterfeed.com um, connects my blog to Twitter and Facebook so that every time I blog, it automatically tweets and automatically posts on Facebook. So it's in addition... So so Sam's right that the, the, the Hootsuite's great for scheduling material, but even my blog posts, which... Um, which I've already written, even those become tweets and Facebook posts. So actually, like I'm, I'm reasonably prolific with only about an hour or two a week of effort, um, but it's because it's spread out over the week. It's distributed over the week. I just, it just looks like I'm doing stuff every day, which literally I'm not doing it every day, but my, uh, my profile is being updated every day. Okay. Um, and Craig has made a comment about a blog post that he's written, which I've sent out to everybody at my myemedia.com explaining that point, which I, I presume that's what he's referring to. Great. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Anna. So I do have another question, so I'm turn, I'll just turn Anna's mic off. And actually, this is another, it's another question related to TweetDeck and and Hootsuite. So um, this is uh, Sharon says I use both TweetDeck and Hootsuite, but, but would prefer to use only one. But I can't get them to link to both my personal and professional. Um, I've just lost the, the last the last question. Uh, personal and professional pages. Do you know how to get the option to post to both, or to either Facebook pages? Uh, I use Hootsuite and I post to my professional page, my business page. Uh, so I don't use TweetDeck, but does anyone else have an answer to that? So using either TweetDeck or Hootsuite and connecting to both personal and professional. Yeah, Gihan, Sam here again. Um, yeah, you can actually use Hootsuite to post... Um, to both to post, sorry, to post to both. That comes under what I was talking about just earlier. So it comes as um, two separate accounts. So you've got up to five accounts. So for example, if you ran two businesses, um, you know, business A and business B, and each had different um, Facebook pages, then that would take up 
two accounts and then a third one could be your personal profile. So when you log into, um, into Hootsuite it says add account and it will tick the type of account you want. Um, it will say Facebook and then you choose is it a personal profile um, or a business page. So to answer that question, yes, you can post to both um, from, uh, from Hootsuite and also TweetDeck. Great. Thanks, Sam. Uh, okay, Russ asks a question. Do you have any stats on the various, this for everyone of course, do you have any stats on the various age groups who may or may not be using Facebook? If your prime audience is older Australians, so over 50, do they Facebook or do they come to you via regular websites? So I'm opening that up to anybody to answer. Uh, if you have any comments on that, please raise your hand. Uh, Sam, your mic's open and everybody else's is turned off at the moment, apart from uh, the two of us. Okay, so I, I think I said, um, the, the, the fastest growing. Sorry, I, I think the fastest growing demographic um, for Facebook. Uh, this is a thing I read recently, is females, fourteen and above. Um, that's the fastest growing um, area. Obviously, you know when Facebook was first um, first came out or first became popular three or four years ago, it was in the you know sort of teenage to sort of early twenty. Um, age bracket, um, but people are more are, are recognising the value of it as a, as a business tool. Um, I guess I would more look, answer that question from the look at view of your, your, your clients as opposed to the, the particular demographic of, of, of Facebook and it would depend on a, on a business to business um, sense I would say. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, like I often see people talking about Facebook's got 600 million users or 700 million users. And I think, well, okay, so what? I mean, that's, that's nice and it demonstrates some credibility, but it doesn't mean that when you set up a Facebook page, you suddenly get access to 600 million people. It's still very much a case of you building up your business relationships one at a time or in small groups at a time. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. If that's really interesting about the demographics uh, for females 14 over, uh, so that's that's really useful. I hope that helps you, Russ. Okay, so I have actually answered. We've got through all the questions that people have sent in. If anyone has any other questions, we probably have time for one more, or we might just finish a couple of minutes early. Okay. I think uh, we haven't got any other questions. I just want to tell you a little bit about, uh, I mentioned a couple of times the, the free webinar series that I'm running and uh, I haven't got a slide about this but I've just sent you a link to uh, internetbusinessrevolution.net. So every two weeks on, uh, on a Thursday at the same time but on a Thursday I'm running a half hour webinar on a, on a topic of interest. So the last one is, was about setting up your personal profile on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Next week is about how to do outsourcing uh, through Elance and then two weeks after that we're going to talk about how to make your web, how to convert more people from your website. So if you want to if you want to register for those webinars, they are free. Go to uh, internetbusinessrevolution.net and you'll be able to just just register there. It's free and you, and you register for the whole series. If you've already if you've already registered, then you don't need to register again because you'll just get the reminders as they come up. 
Um, I have mentioned a couple of times my eGurus community. So this is a little bit of a plug for something that I do. This is my membership site and this is what I actually this is what I devote most of my time in my business to, helping eGurus members. So I, I run some member only webinars. There are a whole bunch of online video tutorials. Members have access to me for phone and email consulting through the month. We have a number of other things that are available for, for members only. And if you're interested, go to egurus.info and, and register. It's $50 plus GST a month. And for that, you get access to me and my my intellectual property, if you like. So things like uh, e-books and audio programs that I sell on my website, they're all available as part of your membership in the eGurus community. And also, Sam, as, as I mentioned earlier, I think I'm going to run this third part of our Facebook series. So Sam did a fantastic job with the first two. And I think the third one, actually going through ShortStack and demonstrating how to use that to build a Facebook page, would really add to the, the fantastic value that you demonstrated in the, in the first couple. So we'll make that a three-part series, Sam, and sell that as a, as a product. But again, for eGurus members, that will be available as part of your membership. Uh, just finally to close off, just remember that, as, as I said, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll be making the recording of this available uh, within 24 hours, and it'll be at gihanperera.info, which is my blog. And uh, as I said, it's going to be available under a... Uh, it is available under a Creative Commons license, which means that you can take the MP3 file and do what you like with it. So you know, if you want to have, uh, for Australia, it's the end of financial year, if you want to have an end of financial year gift for your top 20 clients, why don't you just download the recording of this, burn it to a CD and send it off to them with your compliments, and that becomes a, a great high-value gift. I'd love you to pass this on to as many people as possible. Uh, not just the recording, but also the fact that we do have this social media forum every month, usually the last Wednesday of the month at this time. Uh, the topics vary, and this time we spent a lot of time on Facebook pages, which is fantastic because we had the time to go into a lot of depth. In other, in other social media forums, we've talked about LinkedIn and Twitter in much more detail, and even a couple about YouTube and blogging. So please come along. Uh, Next time, again, if you register for this webinar, you don't have to re-register. You'll get a reminder when the next one's coming up. And hope to see you in a month's time. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. and Bye for now.